0: Hi everyone, Eric the Violinist here, and welcome to this week's episode of the ETV podcast, Italy edition. I'm doing the podcast from Pio Bico, Italy, which is uh, where I'm at at the moment. And I'm doing a two-week chamber music festival in Brancaleone Chamber Music Festival. And this festival is actually going on for one month. I'm actually, this is the third week of the festival, but it's my first week here. And the first two weeks uh, was primarily vocal pedagogy and um, vocal studies. For um, all the opera singers. And uh, the third and fourth week of the festival, which is a two week program for me, I get to play a lot of chamber music. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm playing uh, Frank's vi- uh, violin sonata. I'm playing Beethoven's Kreutzer sonata. And I'm also playing a couple movements of the Goldmark string quintet, Opus 9, which is uh, it's gonna be a new piece for me. It's gonna be a new experience. And that's gonna happen in the second week of the festival. And I'm playing second violin on that. And just to give you um, some scenery and a description of where I'm located right now, it's, it's sunny, beautiful, um, just a couple skies. There are mountains everywhere around me. It's a lot of green. Uh, it, it rained earlier this morning, but um, I'm glad that, that kind of that kind of um, went away and it's nice and sunny here. People are outside, and the local people are super friendly, super nice. The cafes are cute and definitely what you would imagine what Italian would be. Um, you know, I had an espresso with a chocolate croissant this morning, and oh my god, that espresso was to die for. It was amazing, woke me up, got me real focused for my practice session earlier today. And um, I'm also practicing some personal um, repertoire that I'm working on for. This upcoming um, school year for me, since I'm going to be finishing up my second year of my grad studies at University of Massachusetts Amherst. But I also want to just talk a little bit about um, the travel experience on my way here, because traveling with an instrument is really not easy, especially if you're a violinist or a violist, or if even if you're like a like a woodwind instrument you know, trying to figure out how to travel with your instrument, then you come to the right place. I hope that in the future, I will do like an in-depth episode for that. People can use it. Well, specifically, musicians can use this episode as a resource. So I have three quick tips on traveling with your instrument. I've done a lot of flying, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that do a lot of flying, too. So I want just to help people out in this realm. And this, these, these are just my three quick tips. I'm gonna do a episode that's more in depth when I get back to the states later in August. Um, so yeah, here we go. So travel quick tip number one: check each airline regulation. So I'm, I've been flying. I um, it's I mean, it's gonna be like around a month in Europe for me, and I'm traveling with. I would say four different airlines. So before this trip, I could have easily gone one airline all the way, but that's just not realistic in many ways because um, each airline has different regulations and specific needs. So I I also wanted to try different airlines that I've never flown to give you all this resource and give you all information. So... Number one, yeah, check each airline regulation. And I know in the States there is a, you know, the musicians in the union have been fighting for um, easier airline travel because a lot of musicians in the States travel via airplane. It's not as accessible like um, train, you know, trains in Europe are more accessible and they're easier to go on. You don't have to like go through security or none of that stuff. So Check each airline regulation. I know that each airline is different in terms of check-in policy, carry-on policy, checked luggage. All of that is different with each airline. So if you're like a airline traveling newbie, yeah, definitely, definitely check that. Um, quick tip number two, uh, try getting in um, a little bit earlier, um, like two hours. You, normally the standard is like two hours before you go to a flight, which I know I recommend because that gives you plenty of time to go through security. It gives you plenty of time to go to the person who's working the front desk at the gate to see if they're just to like let the person know, saying, Hey, I'm traveling with an instrument and I was wondering if there's like a earlier is there's like a boarding group that I can hop on a little bit earlier. And Most of the time with these, with, you know, American Airlines, not the company American Airlines, but American um, airline companies, they, you have to pay more in order to get onto the plane faster or first. So I double check on that. Usually like 99% of the time people are understanding and the workers are like, oh yeah, clearly I have an instrument. Yeah, let's, um, you can hop on earlier if you want, but you know don't abuse it use it if um if you find that you're like concerned about the flight being full or you know if, if the airline person at the gate is saying okay there's this a full flight we're offering <clears throat> we're offering people to check their bags in for for a waiver or for you know for free or whatever and i know some airlines do that i can't speak for all of them i know that's happened to me before but <clears throat> but Definitely, definitely double check. Double check with the person at the gate. They're usually pretty understanding. And ni- like I said, 99% of the time, it works. 1% of the time, it doesn't. I've had occasions where I had to like take out like the airline instrument policy of their own company. And they still wouldn't let me on the plane with my instrument. They like almost forced me to check it in. I like, go, no, I'm not going to do that. So I like had to threaten to call their manager or like write a letter. Like, you know, there are all sorts of things. It wasn't a very pleasant experience. So just ask, be polite, be nice. They will certainly be more than happy to accommodate you. And which leads me to my third last quick tip for traveling. You know, be nice because usually people are 99%, 99% of the time they're understanding. Um, you know, also be aware of people around you. You know, your violin. You know, does take up a lot of space in the overhead compartment. So you want to be accommodating to other passengers. You know, you're not like the only person, you know, that will keep that entire carry-on uh, locker to yourself. So other people, like I had this happen to me on my way to Italy. I was flying from London uh, just a couple of days ago. And there was a person who, like, was trying to touch my violin case and readjusting it. And I go, I had to be really assertive and be like, uh, sorry, sorry, I mean, I can move it for you. But please don't move it, you know by yourself and this person was like no it was impossible like you can't fit it in but then like you know there are ways around it like you know the the flight attendant was cooperative and he was nice too so we you know it make we made it work but you know the point is like sometimes you do have to be assertive because people are just not aware of um you know the the violin is being you know taken up the space in their in their row but you know life life happens and you know, every, we're just trying to make it all work for people so that way it's not an inconvenience for them and not an inconvenience for us because there are other ways around this point. So yeah, there you have it. Three quick tips for traveling um, with your instrument. And um, I want to let you know that I hope to have like an in-depth resource episode for every musician who's traveling, specifically classical musicians like violinists, violists, um, cellists, even woodwind players and um, yeah I want to get your opinion if there are like any horror stories that you have about flying and you know we've seen many of them um, recently you know they're like cellos being destroyed by airlines when they're checking in and um, and the guitars being completely torn to pieces like it's it really is an issue and um, we we as a community you can do a better job informing our airlines, asking our airlines, being polite and just trying to, you know, negotiate and cooperate on both sides of the spectrum. So yeah, and I hope to hear comments from you. I hope to have um, comments, questions, concerns about this issue. I know I have you know, a few tips of my own in addition to that. I have a blog post on my website. So if you're interested in reading more about that, you're more than welcome to do that. It's uh, ericmurgala.com slash blog. You just scroll down and then it'll be um, airline traveling tips. So there you have it. Yeah. And I'm trying to update this podcast as much as possible whenever I get a chance in Italy and uh, try to maybe do some interviews, try to pick some people's minds. This Festival is pretty international. Um, people from, you know, all over the world are coming here. And I want to see what classical music is like in their communities and in their neighborhoods and what they're trying to do to um, improve or um, add value to their community. So I will keep you posted. And if you want to follow me visually to see what I'm up to, uh, I am at Eric the Violinist on Instagram. And you could also see what I'm doing on my website and my upcoming performance schedule at www.ericmrugala.com That's E-R-I-C-M-R-U-G-A-L-A.com. Thank you and hope to see you in the next one. Bye-bye.